You're listening to End of the Real. Oh my god! G'day everyone, this is a brand new episode. This week we did Mazes and Monsters. It is a Tom Hanks movie. It's about the dangers of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, Mazes and Monsters. Ah, yes, of course. Mazes and Monsters. Totally not Dungeons and Dragons. No, sir. No, sir. Not Dungeons and Dragons at all. Right. Um, so, yeah, it is... Well, I'm your host, Jared, and this is my co-host, Ethan. Hi. Hello. We watched Mazes and Monsters. Like, Dungeons and Dragons. Let's get to this. Uh, we played a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons. And we I mean, we went our bit. toes in the game, and... It was fun. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. But at no point did I walk around outside of the game in character blessing people. There was that point, though, when I did stab someone and we had to cover it up. Well, you were doing that before we That's started true. the game. I feel so like it's not related I don't really to feel it. that was related. Yeah. This movie is then meant again, to be... Then again, though, aren't you a bit worried sometimes when you play a game like Dungeons & Dragons? Perhaps, you know... That I'm going to roleplay out my real-life problems? Well, no. you know, imagination, dangerous, right? Is it? Oh, let's find out. Yeah, so this movie is meant to be about uh, the dangers of, like, Dungeons and Dragons, and it shows kids getting, uh, you know, sucked into the game. Oh, young adults. But really, it's about looking after your friends in college who might be going through psychotic breaks. Yeah, let's let's put this little PSA out there. This has nothing to do with the game. I want to actually point this out really early, okay? This could have been... A decent movie about like mental health you because know? Uh, college and university is when most mental health issues activate. Right. So this could have been a really decent film about mental health. Yeah. And there are great opportunities for them to reach out and be like, yeah, maybe you should try and like look out for your friends if they start acting weird or doing some obvious things. Super so, weird. Even if they're not acting weird, you know, that's how well, mental health works. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it this. I think the reason that uh, the the friends had trouble realizing that Tom Hanks's character was gone completely off the rails. Yeah, because because they were all kind of messed up. Well, even we're going to what it's based off. What it's based off is even about mental health, right? So it could have been a great thing about mental health, but let's get to it. The media fucked up with the reporting the original story. And it made it all about the dangers of Dungeons and Dragons. And then, uh, was it, uh, who was the writer? So, so uh, the movie Mazes Monsters based on a book, Mazes Monsters, yes. by Ron Jaffe or something. I uh, it was a female writer. Male Rona writer. Jaffe? I, I can't remember. Okay. I just looked at it and I've already forgotten. Uh, apparently, it's based on sort of true events when a, a kid went to kill himself. Right. And they thought it might have been connected to like a LARPing session. So what happened? But it then? wasn't. The they, me- yeah, the but kid... the media ate it up and yeah, posted yeah. it as truth that it was actually the LARPing and someone Dungeons speculated that it may have been connected to the LARPing that goes on in the tunnels where he'd gone to kill himself. Uh, and the media decided that it was real. Thanks, media, you fucking and piece of shit. Apparently, within a couple of days, this lady wrote the book. Yeah. Before anyone else could get into it, isn't that? And it was just... popular enough that it got, you know, its own. Made for TV movie with Tom Hanks. This kind of drives me nuts. The fact that it's like, oh, there's a real issue with someone with like mental health going through college or something, right? Yeah. And then the media is like, should we do our due diligence on this? Should we look at the parents who are like clearly abusive and alcoholic and weird or the friends who are wrapped up in their own world and their own thing? 
No, it's clearly the game's problem. Yeah, it's which just is like unbelievable. his only the only thing in his life he seems to enjoy. That's oh, the problem. I'm just talking about the real life thing. It's just oh. crazy that the media will do that so quickly and post just bullshit like incredibly quickly just for the views, right? Well, I think it was in like the 80s, so they had the whole it, it, the game was satanic new panic and they had thing. the whole satanic panic. I know, no, I'm, I'm just saying though how quick things still moved, right? Yeah, because it's like. They post an Even article. without social media. Right. But they post an article and say it's the truth, right? And then someone looks at it and writes a book within days. And it's all on a fabricated lie. Don't... I honestly find that impressive. I couldn't write a book in a couple of days. Well, you can tell now. Well, I, I haven't read the book. I will say, though, with the... Even though, yes, it's a pity that they've, like, done that. It could have been kind of interesting, someone going, like, nuts over Dungeons and & Dragons. Like, and, not, like, actually getting sucked into if, the game. If only it took away the, like, PSA angle that it's actually dangerous and just yeah, put it as, like, I some thought, kind of crazy I, I thing. Th- what I thought was going to happen is he'd go into the caves and he'd start, like, killing people there. Like, that would have yeah, been cool. That would have been real cool. If, like, he'd run into a group of, like, spelunkers. Or, yeah. like, some uh, some teens from the college had gone there to get high or something. Yeah. And it walked in during one of his episodes and just started stabbing oh, them. that would have been fun. Because he, he kind of does that later on, but it's so PG. He could like, oh, he sort of maybe wounds a mugger. He wounds a mugger. Reasonably wounds a mugger in complete self-defense. It's something which I looked at and I was like, that's fine. You'd get straight off. Like, you're not going to jail. Like, you're not getting anything for that. That's mm. totally fine what you did. Yeah, I thought it could have been really fun too. Or maybe they could well, have invited other people into the caves. Did to be you like, like play the, the game. movie? Nah. <laughs> I, I found I found <laughs> like, I found bits of the movie interesting. Yeah. And Tom Hanks, the acting's all pretty great. You're honestly. asking even if I though, like it even though he's like twenty six no. year old uh, and he's in a crappy movie, he's, he's pretty great. Like yeah. you, you do kind of feel for him. I think it's the like his ending fifth movie. Made well, me so happy though. Oh, the ending's like, pretty it, good. It sold the movie for me. It's like, like I'd watch it. I don't know if I'd watch the whole thing again, but the ending just is beautiful. You know, INDB, I think it's like his fifth credit or something. So yeah. I'm not even like, I'm not even saying it's his fifth. I think it's like one of his first. But movies. but when I saw him, I really saw someone who thought he was Pardu. Pardu. Pardu I, the monk. Man, let's just, let's say it. But Do you think anyone involved in the making of the movie ever like played a role playing game before? I would have, well, I would have played it with Tom Hanks. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was really into his character. He would have been awesome to play. The sacrilege. Dude, he would be sick to play um, Dungeons and Dragons with. He's I think he so was into it. too in character. Well, well that's before, a whole character. Even before his psychotic break, though, he's like, oh, I killed the monster with my knife. I, I should have used my spells. I'm a no, priest. No, no. He was already had psychotic breaks in the past. Oh, even before he came to yes. school? Yeah. No, 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 not be- but before he went to that school. That's why he came from another college. That's what his mum says at the end. She's explaining to them that, oh, he, it's okay, you didn't know. He was already experiencing problems and had already used Dungeons & Dragons as an outlet in his other colleges and stuff. Oh, yeah, because he's got a messed up life. Yeah, well, I mean, well, oh, my goodness. How great is the introductions at the start? Oh, it- First of all, this movie starts with a massive fake out. Where it starts off with the police oh. outside of the cave talking to uh, the media, and the, the policeman's like, "Well, we think they were involved in some sort of Dungeons and Dragons. We know at least there's one body down there." And the media goes, "Goes like, oh, I'm just going to call it Dungeons and Dragons because I can't be bothered saying yeah. monsters." And he's like, "Oh, my kids play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It can't be that bad." And the policeman basically turns to the camera and is like, 
could it be that bad? Could it be? <laughs> and then it goes to like, oh, six months later. Can we? Uh, six months earlier. I, I, I'm going to love getting into the cop, but that is the worst, most laziest cop in the in the oh, world. The police in this movie are terrible. They do not want to do their jobs. Straight up. They just say, oh, he's dirty, he's in there. And the, that's it. The kids go to the effort it. of like giving them a map of the cave system to to like search through. And they, they basically can't even be bothered doing like, that. They don't... Wait, do you want to get them later or just... Yeah, we'll talk about okay. them later. All right, well, with the introductions and six months earlier, we go to each character. I think we start with JJ and JJ... Oh, let's talk about JJ because uh, I thought... I know you say that... Um, you say that Robbie, Tom Hanks' character, is like the main character. Yeah. And I think he's the victim, right? The main character is JJ because so, JJ gets everything going, right? JJ. It's all based around JJ. JJ is this annoying 16-year-old kid who a, is uh, a child prodigy. Like his dad. He has so many, like, little character quirks because they couldn't be give, bothered giving him an actual character. Yeah. So he's always wearing weird hats. He's into weird old movies. Uh, he's super into, like, Bridget Bardot and characters like that. He's always throwing parties. I don't know why he was in university, except that he was a child prodigy. He's a child prodigy. He's, uh, he's the son of the hotshot young... Child prodigy. ...publisher. He's also a child And prodigy. his mother, like, is some sort of decorator in the city, but everyone would kill for her to decorate She's their house. She's some huge interior decorator. A and he's got a talking bird. They're not oh, like this a was... bird that repeats things, but like a bird that actually has a conversation with you. Wait, no, no, it, did. it just repeated certain phrases. It was no, no, it, like talk, it wasn't repeating phrases. Yes, it it was talking to people. No. no. It was actually responding. No, it had certain phrases and it was fucked up. No, I think it was actually responding to it. This was like the weirdest, like, meta level, like, someone who wants to kill himself brought a bird and then all he's trying the bird to do is to tell him to kill himself. I was uh, like, Oh, yeah, and wow. JJ's also, like, suicidally depressed. Dude, that was fucked. Like, okay, it doesn't tell him straight up to t kill himself. But it says, like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, something. He'll be sad to the bird. And the bird just takes pity on him constantly, constantly going, poor JJ, poor JJ. Imagine teaching your animal to say. No, well, that's why I don't think he was he taught. Did. I thought he was, like, no. actually speaking. Okay. It's a minor okay. bird. I know. It shouldn't be able to talk in the first place. Yes, they do. They mime. No, no, I, th I thought it was a minor bird. Like a, like an Indian miner. There's birds. No, no, no. Mime. Mimer bird. Uh, look, Jared, I'm not an expert in birds or bird lore. A lot of birds So I'm just going to let... Uh, okay, I'm just going to let it slide, The point Jared. is, though... Imagine, the point is, I should have hated dude, this quirky character, but I felt so sorry for him because he had such a pathetic life. Imagine how sad you'd be if you get home every day to your bird and the only phrase you taught is... Tell, tell me how sad I am. Well, tell imagine, me how sad no, I am. The, this is JJ's daily life. He comes home. Puts on a different hat. Takes puts off on, his hat. Puts on puts a on different a costume every day. Yep. But he comes into his room and is like, where's all my stuff gone? Oh, you've changed my room again. The mother comes in, removes all of his personal items. Yep. And paints the room completely white. Like was... all the furniture, the bed, everything, completely painted white. Which is terrible because as soon as you like get one mark anyway, no, you gotta go over like, it. No kids like seriously depressed. They've they've shipped him off to a university at sixteen. Yeah. Oh, that, that actually, can't we be were good. talking about it. He'd already been going to university for a year. Yeah. So he left secondary school and started going to college or university, or whatever, at age fifteen. Yep, that happens. And 
and they were like, why is doesn't he have like normal friends and why is he so depressed all the time? Yeah, it's dumb. But he is he is really suicidal. And he we it feels like we're building his arc and then we stop. Well, but he's the he's <laughs> like just he's basically the main I think he has the most words. He's the main character throughout most of the movie. He's the one who gets him to go and larp in the caves. Yeah. He designs the new game. He gets him into the game. He figures out, uh, he, he sort of uh, works out a lot of the maze stuff and what the two towers are. Does he do that? Yeah. And he gets them to New York when they're searching for Robbie. Yeah, Like, he okay. does most of the lifting. The other two characters... Um, well, we get them introduced. I keep forgetting the name. I think it's just... Blonde Man. Girl and Blonde Man. Okay, so Blonde Man, Blonde Superman. We get introduced with him with his parents are eating dinner. And it turns out Blonde Superman's also, like, really smart and a straight-A student. Now, he, this, we couldn't figure this out. He did game. I think he wanted to make video games. I, I think I you're think. right. I think you're right. It was a little bit ambiguous about it because it was Because like, he didn't want to go and study computers, but he wanted to make games, I think, for computers. It was that where he played games. Yeah. He was a game player. I think that's the problem. They said he, they called him a game player. But then also later on, he's also a jock, which doesn't make any sense. I think it's just almost. because he's attractive. Right. And he's not a complete screw-up like everyone else in his group. So I think it was computer games. I think he's still a straight-A student. We don't know technically what he's doing at university, but his dad is telling him he should actually just go into computer science at MIT, which at this time period, actually a great decision if he had made it. Right. Right? It's perfect. Early 90s. Wow. Should have gone into it. MIT. I, I will say, wow, his character choice. is... Like probably the most bland out of all of them. Oh, he is blonde, boring man. But it, he he complains about the strangest stuff. Like he's complaining how like all the girls think he's like some sort of player, and it's like everyone's like, oh, he's he just goes, oh, I just want a nice, quiet girl. Why can't people realize that I'm just I'm not really a jock? And I'm like, just show him what you're doing because he spends all of his time. Painting little figurines for his uh, campaigns and stuff. Yeah, buddy, you're He's not obviously you're, a nerd. You're not convincing everyone that you're not a fucking nerd, man. I I don't get where the whole because we never see him flirting or talking to anyone outside of his group. Yeah, well, he get as soon as he says that though, he gets with the girl afterwards. Oh yeah, the the main girl who gets passed around the group, and then he's just with her. So that, that that's that's his entire arc there. Yeah. Okay. He he ends the. The girl? girl end up together. Let's do the girl real quick then. The girl... She, I... She's the only one who doesn't have, like, an oh, obviously no, no, weird no. parents. Uh-uh. Although her father left her, which has Single scarred mom. her. Seriously, because she keeps going on about how men always leave and Single stuff. Single mom, so she can't trust men. That's true. Well, that and we, we learned she's had, like, a series of broken relationships with men leaving her. Apparently. But, of course, she gets straight away together with Tom Hanks. Well, well, I think she latches onto him because he's so desperately needy. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, yeah. He wants any kind of affection. Poor guy. Because his father is, like, this abusive, like, distant character and his mother's just an argumentative alcoholic. He's, his introduction was the best. And it's what, just in the car and his dad's, like, his pa- yelling about you're everything. You're just in a five-minute drive with his parents just arguing with each other about, like, their drinking and shit. Yeah, and his mum's drunk and it's the morning. It was awesome. It was yeah. Awesome. Anyway, Robbie's having to come to this new school because uh, his old one, he was playing too much D&D, apparently, and uh, his grades slipped. But I don't think that's what happened. I think he was just started to have his psychotic breaks. Yeah. Or something, because he doesn't even seem to be 
I mean, he doesn't play the game that intensely at first. No, not really. He he seems that's a problem. They seem to be straight A students. Yeah, except for Robbie. It's not the game's fault. It, I, don't I, know. I, I just think don't think Robbie's that good. I think he's still meant to be like a straight A student. That's yeah. what I was confused by. I, I'm pretty sure in this group, from what we can see, that that's the weird bit. From what we can see, people who play Dungeons and Dragons are apparently the straight A students. They're the nerds. Yeah. So there didn't seem to be much effect on their actual like university, which I thought that's what they were going to do. Is like, oh, right. college grades it, are going to go down. It would be their lives or something. But they just instead, start... it's just them. I think trying to take control of their lives or something. Well, they all start playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons together, and they all just start having fun and just keep keep going and everything's fine yeah you know is that like it doesn't start going bad to a little bit later we we get a few things i think jj is the one who kind of is the catalyst for so it so jj has a depressive breakdown basically just because no sort one wants to play to dungeons and dragons well no it's no, like that's why. no one wants to play it all the time yeah they, they're like yeah we've got a test we have to do we aren't like super like you because boy wonder yeah, so, so he goes off to the cave thinking he might kill himself there and decides... Honestly, oh, a bit selfish at that point, right? Selfish? Not the killings, but like the whole like, oh, no one can come play with me like every I, moment of the day. I'm well, like, like JJ. I said, it's like I felt like I should hate the JJ character because he's constantly being so quirky or depressing or something. Dude, you know what? But at the same time, I couldn't help but feel sorry for him. Like, why is this boy yeah. in this university... Away from his parents. Would he be a lot better, like, in modern day because he could just jump online and find some other group who's d and right then? I think... Uh, would it cause uh, it to be worse? On modern day, he'd be on, like, some sort of... I, I would say that, like, normally you'd be like, oh, they're, like, not social. Like, that's why he needs to not be but on they the are, internet. they're constantly talking to him. I think he shares a room with and the blonde he's, guy. He's also constantly throwing parties. Everyone are, seems to know him. He's, he's like, is uh, the social guy. Incredibly well-attended parties, which was confusing because he's when meant he, to be when 16. When he wants bits for his LARPing, he just goes to, like, the different, uh, like, science departments and stuff. People just give him stuff. So, and they all seem to know him by name. Yeah, everyone seems to like JJ. I feel like that's a huge like that's a huge problem is that JJ should have been socially stunted. Yeah. He kind of was. No, though. he kind of was, but then he can throw parties and have everyone over and he and he's actually friendly and has friends with everyone. I'm that's wondering how falls. much of that is him trying to be friends or how much of that is he's grown up as a New York socialite and this is just what they do. Yeah, I don't like know. his parents have trained him to do this sort of thing, like a bird. Yep, like a bird, Jared. Oh. Exactly like a bird. So JJ gets all sad, goes to the caves because he's like, "Oh, if I kill myself in there, there'll be a good story about it." You're like, okay. Yeah, because there are for some reason there's this off-limits cave system. Yeah, and he just thinks it's cool once he gets in there, and then decides, "No, nah, he won't kill himself. He'll play D and D." Yeah, so he basically sets up, you know. Uh, a real life D and D session, like LARPing or whatever. Yeah, and uh, hey, he makes Carnegie up cool. like his uh, sort of invented this, but I think it had already been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So he dies in their nightly game and rings up. What? Let's dies in there. Oh, his character dies. Oh my goodness! You can't say that after him being in cave, going to kill himself. People are going to be confused. Oh, well, he, I was yeah, confused. Yeah. So his, that, uh, his character dies in the game, so he's like, hey, let's go down to the caves. Yeah. I've got a cool game planned out. Actually, that annoyed me too. Clearly, they had never played Dungeons Dragons because they were like, oh, he can just restart again. You never actually see them playing the game. No. but like, They talk about playing the game for like 90% of the movie, but I don't think you actually 
Except for the one section where they're LARPing and he has his breakdown. The fact that he, like, loses it so much since he dies and he's like, oh, it's all over now, I can't ever play again. It's like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Make a new character. Make a new character, just come back, who cares? Who cares, yeah, that's the whole point of a game. They take it weirdly seriously, I don't know. Well, Maybe it's because our too. group, the the one time we played, we weren't taking it very seriously. Man, I was the king, bro. Yeah. I was the king. I killed everyone. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I was a hero. I was meant to be, I was playing the dumb hero, but unfortunately I kept rolling like criticals to like kill all the <laughs> big bosses. So I was the dumb hero who somehow managed to win in the end. It was really funny. Uh, uh, yeah, that so was fun. he finally gets them all down and they play the lamest looking LARP I've ever seen on TV. Well, it's mainly because, because they I, go in different cave systems, yeah, so they yeah, can't it, see each it other. It doesn't make sense to me, right? So he gets them to play in there but as the dungeon master shouldn't he like be able to see what they're doing and where they're going because he hides himself in one section of the cave where they can all hear him and then they instantly split off and go in down different ways i i don't understand how the game was meant to be played you know what modern day this, this would make a lot more sense he could have had like oh uh, like cameras, cameras set up everywhere. and stuff but no it's just him sort of guessing where they are Dude, at one it... point they set off a uh, a skeleton and i think that was just a fluke and that part was actually pretty funny because after they like scream and stuff, Tom Hanks just, uh, the lady, I think her name's Kate, goes over and is like, oh, I'm going to take the, the thing out of the skeleton's mouth. Tom Hanks just walks up and goes, but think of the sacrilege. The sacrilege. He has so many funny one lines. He in is as great. Whenever his Pardu the monk is hilarious. I love Pardu. Uh, actually thinking about it, Derry made this movie. Let's just say the concept of people playing D&D, getting too into it and like, the dungeon master then being like masochist, masochist, sadist, sadist. A sadist. and then someone going nuts. That like, could be interesting. You know what? No, but that's no, not what happens. I got, it, to the I got film. it. Not only is a sadist, but he actually like summons a demon for fun thing. But he actually summons a demon that takes him over. Okay, so we're, then, gonna, we're getting off. No, track, no, this yeah. would be a cool movie. I'm just pointing out there. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a massive cave system, and you've got like I don't know, like eight or nine people playing the game, and you've got this dude who's controlled by a demon, and then he. It's like sort of not saw esque, but you know what I mean. Like they're trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. as grotesque though. Like that would be sick. <sighs> What's that movie they did on Red Letter Media where the uh, the, the they play uh, a real life game and the monkey escapes and chases them around. <laughs> Remember, I like it's basically and that. Movies. That's what you're describing. There's a monkey that escapes. is it was it Shackmer or something. Ah, uh, you've got to you've got to watch that one. That's pretty good, dude. I gotta um, say, can we say? But, but the whole game breaks wait, down pretty quickly. Pre two thousand, yeah, yeah. Okay, we had so many more monkeys in films. It was great. So many more animals. I've heard working with animals is. A- oh yeah, it looks terrible. Right? Have you seen those giant monkeys and that can rip I, your I arms off? I don't like chimpanzees. No, They're, orangutans. They look friendly enough, but uh, and gorillas really? gorillas look okay. Like gorillas. they're big, but they look friendlyish. Like oh. they don't they're not scary looking. Okay, wait, but wait, then you yeah. get like baboons and chimpanzees. Oh fuck no! They're, no, no nah, chimpanzee. Like you know why? Because every time I see a chimpanzee, it they're going crazy, <laughs> and, and they it's always things. it's always it's a like, oh, this video is one of the them. few ape species that pro- that actually goes to war and kills for fun. Oh my god! Have you seen that Louis Thoreau episode about the? Uh, it's like exotic pets in America. No. Holy shit! You need to watch that. Okay. It has the apes. It has the, yeah, those chimpanzees, and it also has like the ones that was like, oh, this is the one that ripped a person's face off and everything. And you're like, like she bred them, but she then has them all in cages because she can't trust them. 
It's like, well, well, you don't trust them? It's like, oh, no, if you let them out, they'll probably tear you apart. You know, like literally rip off your arms. Mm. But the anyway. game, <laughs> anyway, back <laughs> to the movie. God, the we game, gotta watch, can we watch some eight movies? Uh, the game actually breaks down pretty quick because as they all go off in different directions, eventually uh, JJ says, oh, there's a monster in front of you. But it's yeah. like, they're all down different hallways. They've separated. Where's the monster? Because there's no, apart from the skeleton, he doesn't actually have anything else there. Was that bugbear or something? No, no. no so just he, he just thing. describes, oh, there's a monster ahead of you. And, you know, this is where Robbie has his breakdown because all of a sudden this terrible costumed guy does walk out in front of him. Yeah. And, and he, he starts, screaming. like, having a panic panic attack and, like, freaking out. And then he pulls out a knife and stabs at it and kills it, but it's not actually there. Oh, yeah, it's just it's just not there. We see that suit, like, four or five times. And this, this is where he breaks and yeah, becomes part because of the others turn up and they're like, wow, that was pretty cool, but we should probably stop for the night. And he's like... Oh, yes, let us return to our domiciles and inns. No, no. For I will bless you all. He's also like, no, I'm not meant to kill. I'm not meant to kill unless it's the last thing. And they're like, okay, he's staying in character, apparently. Whatever. He was also with the girl at this point. There was a bit of Yeah, they started started dating. But, yeah, so he... Pretty intensely. He he, he brings up sort of a... And she turns up one day and he's like, look, I got a double bed. You can move in with me now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. why would she want to move into this? Like, they're all got their, like, tiny little rooms. It's like, why would she want to, like, move into this tiny little room with this guy? Could save money. Although I, I think the money is not anyone's problem in this movie. Yeah. They I'm pretty sure they're well all off. well off. Yeah. Like, very, like, actually. Despite it being, like, a crappy school, apparently. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, um, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But now that you know that he was with her and he just stays in character. Well, this is when, uh, is that when he starts to talk about his brother? Because you find out, I don't I think, think so. he's the only one who's like mentally ill in his family because he starts talking about his brother, Hal. And what happened is on Hal's birthday, on no, Halloween. No, 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 no. On his birthday. No, I thought it was his brother's birthday. It was his brother's birthday party. No, no. on his birthday, his brother went away. Ah, uh, whatever. It was yeah. on Halloween. One of them has a birthday on Halloween. I'm pretty sure he has a birthday on then Halloween. Then why didn't they celebrate his birthday on Halloween? Because they all fucking forgot. Okay. <laughs> well, his brother... You know why? His brother came into his room while he was sleeping. They tried to bring it up with him, but he's like, Padu's birthday is not on Halloween. Yeah, probably <laughs> at that point. So no. at, some, at some point, his brother came into his room to take money and was like, I'm going to run away to New York. I'll contact you when I get there. And then he never heard from his brother again. Yeah. It's funny because later on when uh, she tells the others, they're like, oh, so his brother's dead, right? Yeah, his brother's totally dead. <laughs> like, yeah, of course he is. Uh... But um, uh, Robbie starts to have dreams and it's Hal the wizard talking to Pardu the monk. And yes. it's like, oh, you must, you must remember the maze and then you can come search for me when you remember the maze. And he's like, okay, brother Hal. But his, it, Hal also tells him to like, oh, you got to dump your girlfriend. Yeah. And you got to be holy. You got to be a holy well, man. Well, not dump your girlfriend. You have to be holy. And the thing is, his girlfriend wants a dick. And he's oh, like, yeah, he won't. He won't provide it. He won't do anything. And she's like, well, you won't do anything now. And he's like, yes, I will love you in other ways. 
Yeah. Was, so yeah, she's was... like, okay. okay. So she goes up and ends up hooking up with the blonde guy. She, yeah, because she just eventually dumps him. They are acting so nonchalant they, they, about they everything. They stay friends, and she's the only one who's like, have you noticed him acting weird? No, she just talks about it nonchalantly, and she's like, yeah, so he sold all his stuff, and he goes around the university blessing people. And this goes on for a couple of months. Yeah, would they, and they like don't. But I, they off? must have thought he was like seriously getting into role playing as Pardu. No, that's a pretty big tip off if your friend is like that in character. That is walking around blessing random people. Yeah, they just don't care. So then he. I don't think they play again. Uh, I don't w- think doesn't so. Doesn't the blonde guy go into the cave? Yeah, but he's not playing. So at some know. point, um. Oh, there's a Halloween party. After they go on a date... Well, no. Oh, okay, sorry. Where After they we? go on a date, the blonde guy goes into the caves and he's, like, searching around. No, nah, that's before they go on the date. No, it's just after. No, nah, Because she before. follows him. That's before. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, the blonde guy goes into the caves to, to find out where the treasure is because there's meant to be treasure in this game. Yeah. But it makes no sense because there's... He knows that there's just props. There's no actual treasure. So he's just trying to ruin the game for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he wants to do. Uh, the maze, as far as we've seen, is like three rooms. So it's not hard. Yeah. I mean, it's all in their heads. Uh, anyway, JJ has one of his massive parties on Halloween. Halloween. And that's when... What happens that's when to Robbie, trip him off? Uh, Does he get caught? Well, it's Halloween. It's a Halloween party. And it's Robbie birthday. turns up as Pardu, dressed as the monk. And he just so, sort of he I just sort of stares and just walks out and disappears. Yeah. So he and that's the last we see of him for like fifty minutes. This is a two hour film. Yeah. Now we have. That's why I don't think he's the main character because he's out of the film for half of it. So he goes to New York, but in the meantime, well, they... we don't know he's gone to New York. Yeah, but well, let's just okay. Skip I figured that. out he'd gone to New York pretty early because he yeah, kept going on about his brother who's gone to New York. And he, he's made, the giant maze he's made from his dreams keeps going on about the two towers. So he, he's written a map. Okay, so eventually his friends get scared that he's missing for so long. Is they're like, yeah, he's been gone for a couple of days. They think he's gone to the caves to play the game or something. Uh, so they go looking Which for him. Which is a fair enough. Yeah. Right? They go looking for him in the caves, can't find him, come back, more scared. They anonymously tip off the cops, I think, that someone's missing. Yeah. And... The cops, at, like, look around. They're not sure. They just say straight away, like, oh, I heard he played. They instantly come to the friends and, like, I hear he was into gaming. Yeah. Did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons? Well, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, that's uh, that's terrible. So this is the douchebag cop who's, well, he, like. He's, it's not that he's a douchebag. He he's is. just terrible at no, his he job. Is. No, no, no. They're, he like, is. because they're going, oh, yeah, we laughed. You know, in the caves, it, it laughed around. He's like, did you ever go into the caves when you were laughing? Because people, they get sucked into that game. Oh, that's right. I think someone That's when would... they dissociate from their real life and become their characters. Yes. I forgot, too. The caves, apparently some other group had gone in there years ago, some kids, and they had never come out. Yeah, apparently it stretches on forever or whatever. So it... they are kind of dangerous. Anyway, the, the cop is just going around grilling his poor people. Instead he, of doing I think his he job. That, I, I think what he thinks is that the friends have killed him down there yeah. and have, like, hid the body. That's when he talks to the blonde guy and he's like, the blonde guy's like, it's just, he's just a whatever. And, guy, and then he's like, it's, a, it's imagination, it's harmless. And he goes, is it? Yeah, every now and again, the characters will, like, turn to the camera and basically go, 
Is it really just a game? Oh my goodness. The... Is the game the monsters we have in our heads? What's the girl? Cat, I think. Yeah. Her best role. She she just randomly turns and goes, scariest monsters are the ones that are in our heads. You're just like, uh, okay. Anyway, for, breaking character. for a good 30 minutes, the movie is about the cops searching well, the caves not, and not finding then anything. Then we get to the bit at the start where he's like, they're at the caves and he's just up the top and the media's like, are they down there? He's like, he's definitely dead. He's down there. There's a body. That's it, all we're looking for. But they haven't, like, searched for him or anything. They've they got a tip off that maybe they were LARPing in the caves. That's it. And that's it. They just keep searching the caves. This goes on for, like, 30 minutes. He's like, they're definitely dead. And then the, the friends are so desperate, they go to the... They, they, they give don't, him a map. They don't want to be found out because yeah. they might get expelled because they weren't meant to be there. They actually, they even, like, send the guy maps of the caves they've made. But then the guy, they go to him. Which is apparently, I think, sort of what happened in real life. Well, they go to him. And they ask him, hey, like, have you explored the caves yet? And he's like, well, someone gave us a map, but to tell you the truth, we know he's dead. So we're not even, like, he's like, we know that he's dead, so we're not even looking. It's like, dude, do your job. Right. You're meant to, like, be maybe a detective, that Maybe he dude. didn't go down the caves. Yeah. And that's what happens. Like, to, it's like eventually the police give up, and it's the, the friends there, they're like, oh, you know... Maybe he didn't go down the caves. Yeah. Well, where else could he have gone? Well, he kept he going on about it. his brother going to New York when he had his psychotic breakdown. And then they're looking at the map and they're like... It two says, towers. Two towers. Like the World Trade Centers. Which is just an excuse to go back to JJ's house in the city. Well, And check out his new bedroom decor. Which I is bet. now... He now likes because it's movie based. Actually, they don't go there yet. Oh, they, they wait till Tom Hanks calls them. Yeah, because they they all arrive at New York at exactly the same time. Well, what happens is now we're back to Badu. Finally, monk. we pick up on Tom Hanks's character. Yeah, yeah, and this is the best bit. This this is when it gets a little bit fun. So Badu, you can the basically monk, skip the middle half Pardu? of this movie. Pardu or Badu? We we can never remember. I think it's Badu. It's Pardu. P a r d i e u. They always say Badu. It it's. I think it's like French. Okay, well, anyway, Pardu the monk. He's walking through New York and. Two greasers, look at him. The the lamest looking street punks you can imagine. Oh my god, they were like licking their lip. Yeah, you know John they, they look like the greasers from uh, no, Greece. John, you know John Tron when he's a greaser, when he he's... pretends to be the greaser. Yeah, yeah, it straight up looked like John Tron's gonna try and rob you, and he's like, ah, give me your money. Um, yeah, they they follow him in. They chase him down like multiple streets. I kept wondering why aren't people stopping them, but I guess New York in the eighties was like sort of post-apocalyptic place. If you walked out New York in the eighties, this is what happened to you: you got AIDS and you got beaten up, Apparently. and then you got AIDS again. That's what movies have taught me. That's what taught me in the eighties. Uh, he gets cornered, but of course he's got his. He, first, he tries like throwing magic at the guy. And this is when he starts seeing him as a monster as well. And then also the Warriors are there too. Was that New York? New York. The Warriors is oh, an awesome Warriors. film. Warriors. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to talk about the movie, Jared. Come out to play. Uh, the magic obviously doesn't work. Uh, so he pulls out his knife and just stabs the guy a couple right. of times. And he's, and he's Fair enough. Now, this knife, this is a pocket knife. This is a small blade, perhaps not over three inches long. Okay. 
So it's not like he's More of pulled a shiv. out. Yeah, it's not like he's pulled out like a Bowie knife. Well, he doesn't kill the guy. The guy runs off anyway. That's the but thing. But this is when he sort of snaps out of, out of it for a little bit because he's like staring at all this blood. He manages to get to a payphone, call up Kate, and just goes, Kate, what's happening? I, Where am I? I get I'm that. I'm trapped is... in the game. Oh, man, how good is his acting, too? It's great. He is like leagues above. <laughs> this movie, it's insane. But but that's the thing though. It's like he doesn't. I if if you wanted to make it go a bit more crazy, he should pull out like a bigger knife or like cut the guy's head off. Yeah, like that's someone going crazy. But someone who decided that they've tried to run away from a dangerous confrontation couldn't eventually and just stabbed someone once in a kind of non-lethal spot. The only crazy thing was that he thought crazy. the guy was a monster. The guy was a Which monster. Was, oh, well, okay, a metaphorical monster. He looked Jared. Italian. But yeah, well, when we saw him, he was a giant, you know, green monster thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they, go they to all New York. go to New York. I think now they realize. They're sort of like doing that thing where they're like one step apart from each other, where they keep sort of going to the same places but at the wrong time. Oh, uh, this is while they're at the trade center. Yeah. And that was Robbie really has annoying. a weird conversation with a homeless guy in the mazes under the subway. That was kind of interesting. That was kind of interesting because I was waiting for like something. Uh, I was really hoping the homeless guy would turn out to be Hal. Like uh, that would have been hilarious. That would have been funny. <laughs> like he he actually does find his brother. Now the homeless guy realizes that he's crazy and is like it, because, the crazy homeless guy is worried about this guy because this guy is like Padu at this moment is. Have like, you heard the dragon? I believe it, but I am quiet. It's above us right now. Yeah, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you don't want to go up there. That the the dragon, yeah, it'll get you. Don't." don't I'm go looking there. for the two towers. It's like, oh, it's just upstairs and down the road. Yeah, so helpful homeless guy, and they go there, and then they do that weird thing in the twin towers where oh, they can't quite catch him. He's running up the stairs. They're going down the stairs, and dumb. He manages to get the roof, and he's like, he's standing there, and. I don't exactly understand what his thinking was, but I think he was going to throw himself off and do a spell, and that would take him to where Hal is. Yeah, he needed to fly off the two towers. Yeah. Which is the only concerning moment, because I kind of felt uneasy, just because Tom Hanks, he's a good actor, so you he really is. felt you felt like, oh, God, he's got to kill himself. Anyway, um, JJ brings him back from the cliff using the whole, oh, uh, it's actually a, a trap. Master. Well, it, it's a callback to what happened earlier in their game. Because uh, that his char- JJ's character dies by jumping into a trap. Yes. He's like, ah, it's a trap. Uh, yeah, and that's, uh, that, I thought that would be the end of the movie. Like, yes. they, they, he comes to them and he's crying and stuff. And then the best thing ever happens. Right, so then it's a few months later. Goes to a couple months later. And the woman is narrated, Kate is now the narrator. And right. she's, and they're, they're having a conversation and they're like, oh, it's great. Yeah, he's, he's getting the help he's needed. Is uh is apparently doing really well and is happy and he he'll probably be back at school next month. Hey, yeah, we can start playing the game again. Yay! So they all go to visit and then the mum says that not many people have come by to visit. Like his old friends don't come by much anymore. Also, I don't think he had any other friends. Ah, yeah, he seemed like a loner. They okay. go out back and they're like super happy to see him. And he gets up and he waves. He's like, oh. He he calls them by their game names. It is like, oh, Physic, the Warrior. It is I, Pardu. How have you come to see me? And then it's like, this, the the soundtrack gets really sad. It's like, yeah. And his friends like they're crying and they're like oh, looking at him. So it's great. like, oh no, his it's what did you call it? What what did you call? Did you call it? This was the the death of hope moment. Yeah, no, that's what <laughs> she they, says. She says it. Oh, did she, she goes. Say it? This was 
she says at the very end, she's like, we, I, when I looked at him, it was the death of hope is all I could see in his eyes. Something like that. Yeah, because he is, he is now, Robbie is dead. He is now just Pardu. That's it. And he starts talking to him and he's like, oh, the innkeeper and his wife let me stay here. But they gave me a magic penny, which comes back every day. Oh, it's like every night I give it to them. And every night it is back in my pouch. And they start talking. He starts talking about this just weirdest uh, crap from inside the game that they're in. And they're just staring at him crying. Like, give just, us more. So eventually Give they us start more of that. Them being in the caves. Him being like incredibly crazy. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted someone. the whole movie to be about. Right? Like it was hilarious. Give us people believing So eventually they're like, it. they give in and they just start humoring him. It's like. Okay, okay, Padu, take us, take us into the forest and we'll look for treasure. He's like, oh, good. That is where the innkeepers told me not to go, but I think yes. together we're allowed to go there. Yes, I have not ventured out past It the... reminded me so much of, uh, of Mice of Men. Uh, there's a part what? where Lenny, the, the, the stupid guy, yeah. uh, he, he's right at the end, he's sitting by the lake and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, tell me about the alfalfa and the rabbits, George. And George like quietly humors him and then shoots him in the back of the head. Yeah, I was. It felt exactly like that. That's my favorite. Except they book. didn't shoot him in the back of the head. That's what, that was probably my favorite. And then as they're running off, English book that one. And then there's the, as they're running off, the the lady starts narrating it. It's like, yes, it was the death of hope. Uh, we it was we would never be happy again. We realized hit or it, I think he's it's like he's trapped like that forever. So all all that you do learn is. If someone's having like some mental breakdowns or issues and everything, maybe help. Them. Maybe help them out. I don't. Um, I don't think it was the the whole point of the movie. I think is that people can get so absorbed into these games that they like, get actually sucked into it and think they're their characters. But uh, actually, it wasn't. They, they, it's this guy with schizophrenia they say that having start, a breakdown. That the game is played because people play the game because they take their real world problems. And put it into the game to play them out. Yeah, but then eventually they get sucked into it, and they don't want to come back to reality. Which it's just really annoying because when you actually do see the game, even in this movie, straight A students who are apparently having great the game, fun. There's no <laughs> way you could mistake the the shitty little figurines they have for reality. They know they're playing a game, except for the guy who literally is having a psychotic breakdown. Yeah, which it's not the game's fault. He's not even he's not even playing the game. He's searching for his brother in New York. So it's just it's just insane that <sighs> that people actually looked at this and were like. Oh yeah, that Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that's dangerous. Don't play that. That's just like ice. I don't know. You're like, here, yeah. Jimmy, have a beer instead. It's like it, I think if you stripped out like all the cave stuff mm-hmm. and all the weird PSA and just had it about a guy going crazy playing Dungeons and Dragons, it might be fun. Yeah, honestly, you, you've got you've got a fun potential in this movie. But maybe I, add I, in a two chimpanzee. Two hours long. There is just so much nothing in this. Movie. There is. So, it's so much of like JJ talking about how depressed he is that his parents shipped him off to college, or Kate talking about how she doesn't trust men anymore, or the blonde guy she, talking I, about how he really just wants a normal girl to play around with. I remember Kate's story because it's normally just with Tom Hanks, so I can't, I can really remember her. Yeah. Or JJ wearing different hats. Oh my god, a different hat in every scene. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it cuts back to JJ in his different outfit. Yeah, until they run out of hats. Yeah, then they just start repeating and it gets a bit boring. Because it's a TV movie, they only had yeah, like they, they eight had, hats. They like eight hats. It's like, yeah. oh, he's a ship captain, he's an airplane pirate. Oh, no, he's back to being a ship captain again. Oh, that annoys me. They should have given him at least like hats, right? 
if you're gonna have a hat thing, keep to it. Just keep like to it, yeah. they got lazy. Hats are so easy to do, right? It's disappointing. Anyway, that's mazes and monsters. Kind of. Would you recommend it? It's on YouTube for free. It is on YouTube for free. Yeah, okay. I think if you skip the middle half, once he disappears, uh, you can skip all the way to the New York part. Even though, even though it skips over all the cool, the police are incompetent, like searching the caves for some reason. Bit, it's basically not important to the movie at it all. It was honestly kind of interesting. Um, it's it's got its moments, especially near the end. And some other moments throughout the it. The last five minutes of the film are just spectacular. Yeah. So is this better than the actual real Dungeons and Dragons movie that we have reviewed on the channel? Uh I think I'm gonna go with yes, because I felt like the other one was like campy and didn't take itself as seriously. Well, this movie took itself seriously. But it just got a bit boring in bits. But just got a bit boring in bits. Well, yeah. the other one was technically more entertain more stuff happens stuff happens it's a worse movie yes. though yes exactly. i knew what was happening in this film it made sense kind of well, well it was, stupid. It was it all stupid, stupid but we, you got it yeah so that's a uh, that's mazes and monsters thanks. thanks for listening to the end of the reel if you know anyone else who is a fan of good bad movies share this podcast around to them sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast thanks a lot bye bye bye